Welcome to the Stacked Coach Podcast. My name is Hayden Floor, and I am a master energetics coach and multi-six-figure entrepreneur. And I am obsessed with teaching iconic coaches just like you how to get your cake and eat it too. Right here on Stacked Coach is where you'll learn how to massively up-level your ability to hold and create success in your life and only the way that you can. From your relationships, finances, and sales, all the way to your wicked manifestation skills, this podcast is home to the new age entrepreneur who isn't willing to compromise for what they want. My goal in this podcast is to tap you in episode by episode to what's truly available to you as an energy wielding, service minded, soul centered, unrealistically wealthy coach. So without further ado, let's play. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Stacked Coach Podcast. It is a Thursday afternoon. I am sitting on my couch working. I'm drinking a cup of coffee. This has been such a beautiful day because for as much as I love doing client work, I have had absolutely nothing on my calendar today. And so um, this is a day where I've actually gotten to like rot on my couch, study, tap into my craft as a coach And I feel really pulled to share some of the things that I've been contemplating and working on and really moving through, not only in my own business, but with clients for the last few months. Because I know that in some capacity, everyone is feeling a little bit of a pressure shift. Energy is starting to ramp up, right? Depending on where you are in the world, you're either coming off of summer or you're coming off of winter. We're ready for a shift. We're ready for a change. And... Specifically, I've been doing a lot of contemplation and embodiment work around pressure in business, pressure in seasons where you're on and pressure in seasons where you're off and really how we as entrepreneurs and as coaches can utilize this pressure efficiently to make the best decisions possible for us and our business in that moment so that we don't perpetuate something in our business that we don't actually want. And so this kind of comes from, I've been very open for the last few weeks about, you know, kind of the tail end of my 2023. And I am so grateful for my business. I'm so grateful for my life and everything that I've built. But I went through this massive up level in my business. And what happened was one day I woke up and I had the most amazing mind-blowing month of life and business I have ever had like I had my highest income month ever 14 days into the month like it was it was insane I was traveling I traveled for 19 of 30 days I made all this money I really felt like oh my god I I've made it like this is it for me like this is what I have to look forward to for the rest of my life And the second that I acknowledged that, I went to Austin for my in-person mastermind with one of my mentors. I was there for three days and I left that mastermind literally having what felt like quantum leaped overnight. And by the time I landed back in Oregon after that mastermind, I had this brand new vision of what I wanted for my business. I had this brand new identity that I felt like I had stepped into but didn't fully understand and recognize yet. And I had all these unexplainable urges in my business. And I had no fucking idea how to consciously mend the gap between 
who and where I was before I went to Austin and who and where I was when I left Austin. And it was a supreme mindfuck because my vision that I had had that I felt so connected to would have required me to not burn down my business by any means, but to let go of a lot of elements that I had been spending the last year building. Things that took me so long to put together, that facilitated so many great relationships, that gave me so many wonderful opportunities, I was going to have to let go. And I was scared. I was scared shitless to let go of those things for, you know, a whole host of reasons. And so looking back at who I was in September, October of last year, I wish that I would have contemplated and understood these things sooner. And it's not that I didn't understand them. I didn't know how to embody them yet. I knew them contextually, but I was so wrapped up in the emotional nervous system response of, oh my fucking God, I have this new vision. And it it so is not a match for what I have built in my business. And I'm terrified to have anything less than what I have now because I've spent so long building this. And so it was a really tough place to actually take action from in my business. And if you're a manifesting generator, I'm just going to throw out there that you have probably felt like this in your life, in your business so many freaking times. And it can be scary as an entrepreneur, especially someone who doesn't necessarily need to finish or be the expert at every single thing that they do, regardless of how long it takes you. And I think that this is a threshold that for entrepreneurs, we have a really hard time crossing and getting over sometimes because it's taken us so long to get to where we are. We reject growth and evolution after a certain point because it requires us to let go of some of the things that we spent months and years working on. And because of that simple fact that it took us so long to make that thing happen in our life or to build that thing or to get that skill, we're scared to let go of it, even though intuitively we want to. And so that was really kind of what I was brushing up against too. I, full transparency, had come to the conclusion that I no longer wanted to be a strategy coach anymore. I wanted strategy to be a third or fourth way down the line conversation of the work that I actually loved doing with my clients because I had tapped into the relationships that I wanted to maximize and expand and I tapped into more of what I wanted to call into my business and it all came down to what do I really want to be coaching on not what I what can I coach on because I can coach on a million things right I've been in this industry for a long time I have a lot of experience I could do a million things but I don't want to Um, and I consciously wanted that and I rejected it and I smothered it and I bulldozed it out of fear and lack. And I ended up going in the complete opposite direction. I spent the next, you know, four months going so fucking hard with strategy coaching because I was scared to let go of it because I was scared of not being able to mend the gap between where I was and where I saw my business going. And so Today's conversation is really a contemplation around the context of human design and who are we as entrepreneurs, as grounded leaders, when we feel space where it is necessary for us to wait, where the call is 
please, God, just don't take action for a half a second and just let life, God, the universe, the next right person just come to you as opposed to feeling the lack, feeling the fear, feeling the pressure and taking action from a place that you don't actually want to be taking action from in your business. And this truly is the root of suffering in life. And I think in its opposition, it's the key to having a magnetic, fulfilled business. No matter what you do, no matter what season of life you're in, you can be successful with every pressure, with every ebb and flow, if you learn how to speak the language of the pressure that you're feeling, okay? And so I'll give you a second. You can pause this if you would like to, but I'm going to talk about some human design concepts that I've been working with a lot lately, Um, working with contextually and contemplatively, but also fully embodying in you guys. The math is fucking mathing. The results are resulting. And so if you want to bring up your human design chart, it would benefit you in just being able to see the things that I'm talking about. But if you're very well-versed, then you absolutely do not have to. So the things that I've been specifically working with and playing with lately are my pressure centers. Okay. So if you're not familiar with human design, we have two pressure centers in our human design. We have our head, which is at the top of the chart. It's the very topmost triangle. And this is where we receive pressure from around us in the form of inspiration, information, ideas, etc. Okay. On the polar opposite end of our chart, we have our root center. Okay. And this is where we receive physical pressure from our environment, right? This is our taking action <laughs> center, not the center we take action from, but the center that inspires action. Okay. And what's different, I guess I should say, between the two pressure centers is that our root center is the only one of the two who's actually attached to motor centers, which means when we feel pressure from the center, we are equipped to take action from it. Whereas from our head, when we feel pressure from our head in the terms of, or in the realm, I guess I should say, of information or inspiration, stuff like that, it's not connected to a motor center. We are not meant to take action from what happens in our brain. We are not meant to take action from ideas or inspiration or random information, okay? Our mind is not our decision maker. So something that's important to note before I mend the gap between these two is that with our root center, whether you have it defined or undefined, there is always a pulse of energy that flows through our root center. And there are seasons in our life, in the weather patterns, in everything that happens around us where that pulse either speeds up or slows down. When it speeds up, we tend to be more on, right? Things tend to be easier. We tend to be more aligned. When it slows down, It's not a bad thing, but when it slows down, we actually freak out about the slowdown that we feel and we we switch pressure centers that we work with. We jump from following our root and trusting our root in the flow of the pressure, aligned pressure, and we jump into our head and we try to use the pressure from our head instead to make us feel better about what we're feeling and what we're experiencing. And like I just said, 
we're not meant to take action from our mind. We can't do it. And so this is important because when, you know, you guys are all familiar with seasons of slowness or seasons of stuckness in in your business. If I told you right now that that is a sign that it's time for you to pull back and just pause and wait and let life come to you, you'd probably be like, fuck off, Hayden. Don't tell me. I can't just pause. I can't just wait. I can't just do nothing. And to that, would I would say I hear you, I get you, because I've been there more times than I can freaking count. But what's actually happening in that moment is you're jumping into your mind and you're triggering action that is not aligned for you, right? And so in a season where it's time to let life come, because here's the thing, you guys, like if the flow of pressure around you stops and you feel this space and you feel this stuckness and you're trying to figure out how to get from point A to point B. If you had access to that information, you would already have access to it, right? There's nowhere that you could go to find out how to mend the gap, right? It's going to come to you. The solutions are going to come to you. But if you're taking action from the level of the problem, you'll never get the solution that you're looking for. Or if you do get a solution, it won't be a long-term solution. Okay, and so really tasting these pressures and looking at your own chart and being able to see, okay, where am I defined? Where do I have consistent access to this energy? Or conversely, where am I open and I don't have consistent access to this? So I'm probably absorbing it from someone else, whether it's my mentor, whether it's my audience, whether it's my clients. What needs to happen for me in these moments? Like right now, contextually, what I'm telling you, if I say pay attention in your business where you feel like the energy shuts off and you jump from your root to your head, you will never not be conscious of that jump ever again. Because now that I've told you that this is something organic and natural that happens given what's happening around you, you're going to be able to see it, pick it out, clean it up, take better action because of it. But what I also want you to contemplate is that what you're used to doing in these seasons is trying to look for the next big idea, trying to launch the next program, trying to push more sales, trying to take action from something that you're creating in your mind instead of pulling back the reins for a second and just for shits and giggles, you guys, shits and giggles, just being like, I want to see what happens when I just don't do the suffering, shitty, not feel good stuff that I'm used to doing in my business. (laughs) And that's a very lackadaisical way of talking about something that is truly intense and truly is traumatic for a lot of people. So I don't mean to like take, you know what I mean? But it's important to be able to say like, I know that this shift happens and I know that when this shift happens, I have the tendency to do A, B, and C and me doing an A, B, and C thing does not lead to me feeling better, me feeling more fulfilled, me being peaceful in this moment, me being able to manifest more, me being seen and recognized by my people in the way that I want to be seen and recognized by my people, right? So if me taking 
this action from this response is not actually leading to the things that I want it to lead to, but it's just solving this, I need to do something right now in order to feel significant pressure. What happens when I actually wait? What would happen if I actually just paused, did the bare minimum in my business, reconnected to my emotional alignment and let life come to me because here's another thing that I'll tell you not everyone is has a defined solar plexus but I do I'm a four six emotional manifesting generator okay my purpose in life to put it just in layman's terms is to manifest and be a beacon of potential and possibility for the collective because of my emotions my purpose in this lifetime is to be a wizard with my emotions. I feel harder than most people, okay? I have more chaotic energy than most people, but without needing to know what every next step is, without needing to take action all the time, what makes me magnetic and what closes these gaps between where I am and where I wanna be is always point blank, without a shadow of a doubt, going to be my emotional alignment. Because that is what I can control. That is where my manifestation powers come from. That is where my alignment themes are and come from when it comes to like clients and sales and my audience. When I'm bulldozing that thing from a pressure that comes from a center that I am not designed to take action out of, it just ramps up the suffering. It just ramps up the freaking pain. And my mentor, (laughs) she has said something that has stuck with me ever since she said it. She said, you're going to live it. Remember not to suffer through it. And that is really the key to business, right? Because when we think about fulfillment as a whole or creativity and energy, if we don't have the ability to be present with what we're experiencing and make the best decision based on what we have available to us, then we'll never feel at peace with where we are. We'll always feel separate from the things that we want. We'll always feel like what we have could be ripped from us at any given moment. And that is not the energy of a sustainable million dollar business, right? You can have all the money in the world, but if you're secretly scared that you'll wake up tomorrow and it'll all be gone, you haven't reached any sort of fulfillment in your life and your business because you don't trust that it won't just disappear tomorrow, right? So to bring it back around, look at your chart and look at, you know, do I have an open or a closed head? Do I have an open or a closed root? And what are my knee-jerk reactions? Where do I go when I feel the very natural pulse of life shift? Is my knee-jerk reaction to pause and be curious and to let life come to me in those moments of uncertainty? Or is my knee-jerk reaction to go straight to my head and start trying to figure out a solution to the problem? Because That's what 99% of us do. We go straight to our head to try to figure out a problem because the fear in that moment is that if we don't do something, then we're being complacent and nothing's going to happen. But I would also invite you to just entertain and contemplate the idea that is it better to pause, wait, 
let life come to you so that you can take the right action? Or is it better to jump into your head, take the wrong action, and potentially miss out on all the things that are right for you all because you needed to do something? What if the doing is waiting? What if it is safe to do that and absolutely necessary? What if you waiting for a day, a week, fuck, even a month could save you years of heartbreak and suffering in your business? Because I'm telling you right now, when I look at what I went through in September, if I would have stopped, paused, waited, did the bare fucking minimum, And just waited for life to come to me so I had something to respond to. Because remember, I didn't consciously have access to what it was going to take for me to be able to mend the gap between where I was and where I wanted to be. I had clarity in the sense of I know where I want to go. I know what I want. But I didn't have clarity in the sense of I have no fucking idea what it's going to take for me to get there. Okay, so if I would have just paused and let one person come into my life. Let my mentor say one thing to me. Let myself have one day or one week of just leaning back and welcoming the flow of energy in my life. I would have saved myself six months of suffering in my business. No joke. Because I can truly say, I don't know if it would have happened after a day or a week or a month, but whatever that time frame was, it would have been a third of what it took me to suffer. And that's how we collapse time. I think collapsing time in our businesses, whether it's to get desires or, you know, what have you, it really comes down to not how can we do more in our business, but actually how can we lean back and call it in. Dissolving time is not an action. It's (laughs) a disaction, honestly. And I just had an example of that this week. Like I, there are some pressures that I felt I knew I was feeling, I felt like the perfect opportunity to turn my contemplations into a real life action to actually trust the things that I've been working on contextually, put action to it in a moment where I wanted to jump on an idea that I had for X, Y, and Z reasons when I was feeling that knee-jerk reaction to go to do this now, which mind you, as a manifesting generator, I used to mistake pressure and the zing of uh, energy that you get in your body because of mentally induced pressure as sacral energy. It's not. They're different. Sacral energy comes from you responding to the world around you. Something specifically happens, right? A dog barks. Your boyfriend tells you he loves you. You smell coffee. That's a response. My energy responses were coming from my mind, which is not the place that we take action from. Right. And so I recognized that I had this idea and all of a sudden I had this urge to bring it to life, bring it to life, bring it to life. And in that moment, I'm like, no, Hayden, just wait, just pause and just wait. Don't bring this to life yet. Okay. Wait for something in your environment to confirm that this is a go for you. And I shit you not, you guys, the second that I paused and I waited that night, I got a message from a client that I hadn't talked to in months my favorite client of all time, who reached out to me and asked me to re-sign for support in the exact thing that I had an idea about. 
And that was my green light to be like, oh my fucking God, this is so synchronistic. I can't believe that he used the same words that I was using when this idea popped into my head. But had I taken action on that idea before I had a response from my environment to do so, it would have fallen on deaf ears. It would have missed the people that it was meant for. And now that I have that green light, I can market it. I can bring it to life. I can actually take action on it because I got the response from my environment that I needed to bring it to life. That idea just didn't exist as some sort of mental pressure. It was actually confirmed by my environment that that was right for me to grab onto and to work on. And so I want you to play with the same thing. I want you to pay attention to where you feel these pressures shift and where you jump from your root to your head. And when you feel yourself jumping to your head to try to figure things out or to try to find solutions that you don't consciously have available to you, that is a sign that you're in a season of needing to wait. Not to push, not to bulldoze, not to fill the gap, not to go hire a new mentor, not to go buy a new book. You need to wait and focus on your emotional capacity, your emotional alignment in those moments. So that way, when the right thing comes into your vortex, you can actually take action on it. Human design is such a beautiful fucking modality. When you learn how to use it in your business, it's almost like pressure just dissolves. Like you can under, there's understanding something contextually when you're like, oh my God, that's so cool. And then there is understanding something viscerally and actually being able to bring it to life and give yourself evidence that you really are designed to work in a way that your soul has been begging you to work with, but you've never actually given yourself the opportunity to do so because of the things that you were thinking, because of the action that you were taking from your mind. And so I hope you guys work with this. If you have questions, my DMs are always open and I will see you in the next one.